I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 330 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I know many of you are struggling out there with no sports being on TV, but all signs are pointing to the NFL draft taking place as scheduled. And my guest today played 13 years in the NFL Frosty Rucker joins me on the podcast. He is a defensive lineman who played for the Bengals, Cardinals, Raiders, and Browns. He played his college football at USC, where he won two national championships. I'm excited to have him here with me today. Frosty Rucker will be here in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Frosty Rucker was recorded on video, and it is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between myself and the NFL veteran, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. And if you guys are enjoying my interviews with dads of the NFL, please take a look back through the archives there and take a listen to some of the interviews I've done with guys like Carson Palmer, Andre Reid, Deion Sanders, so many others, most recently Drew Bledsoe. Uh, So go and check them out. Tomorrow on the podcast here, we're going to have a dad from the UK, Spencer Matthews, the founder of Clean Liquor. He's also a former reality TV star of The Bachelor and Master Chef. Uh, So that's going to be a lot of fun. Lock it into my Instagram account at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. Now, obviously, we are still in the midst here of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. I pray that all of you out there are safe and healthy. Eventually, this will end and the quarantine will be over. And I do believe there'll be a time in the future where we look back and we kind of miss this time where we all had the opportunity to be together with our families without the stress of the rat race. Uh, So if you are healthy and you're following all the guidelines, I just say enjoy it while it lasts. The hustle bustle will be back in full swing before you know it. In the meantime, keep it locked in to First Class Fatherhood. I got some great episodes on the way. And if you could, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father that's in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with 13-year NFL veteran Frosty Rucker. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, the summer will be here before you know it. Are you serious about turning your dad bod into a beach bod? Well, former Navy SEAL and professional MMA fighter Mitch Aguiar has designed the products to help you smash your goal. Smashing Greens are an extremely nutrient-dense blend of organic superfoods with no fillers. They are designed to be taken as a daily supplement or as a complete meal replacement. All ingredients were chosen to specifically curb your hunger, maximize your energy, clear your skin, and burn fat. Visit MassiveSupplements.com or hit the link in the show notes and check out all available products, including plant-based multivitamins, Smashing Beans Organic Coffee, Protein Shakes, Power Creatine, and more. Smash your greens. Visit MassiveSupplements.com. That's M-A-S-F Supplements.com. Joining me now, First Class Father, Frosty Rucker. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, how you doing, man? Thanks for having me, Alec. All right, let's start here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I have one son and he's two and a half. Yeah, very cool. Did you guys do like a uh, a gender reveal to find out what you were having or did you wait all the way to the end to find out? Well, uh, uniquely, we didn't do that. I'm not a sucker for um, surprises. So, you know, we got an email and I was like, we got to open it, right? But we kind of had a unique way of 
telling our parents and whatnot. It was around Halloween when we got the notice. And um, we put a bigger pumpkin for myself, a medium-sized pumpkin for uh, her, and then a little small one. And they didn't really get it until they kept looking at it like, why is there three, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they finally caught on to it, and it was a, it was a special moment. Very cool. Uh, if you could, Frosty, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Hey, guys. Um, I'm Frosty Rucker. I'm a 13-year veteran in the NFL. I just retired. Uh, I come from Southern California. I grew up in Orange County, California. Went to University of Southern Cal. I won two national championships there. Played in three. Uh, sociology uh, bachelor degree. And uh, just an awesome dad. Yeah, very cool. You know, you had all these experiences playing for the national championship, playing in the NFL. How did the experience of becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? I mean, it outweighed everything. You know, it's the first time uh, I could say it's, it's, it's the most selfless thing that, you know, situation you can get in and to know the real responsibility. It's not just about yourself anymore. And uh, I took it on just like I do with everything else very passionately and, um, I enjoy being a father. It's, it's the best blessing and the biggest gift. Yeah, awesome, Frosty. What are some of the top values that you're hoping to instill into your son? Just how to communicate with himself. Uh, don't hold things in. How to be uh, trustworthy and honest. Um, I believe in looking people in their eye. You know, I'm doing this recording from my iPad, so I'm like looking at you and looking at it, so <laughs> it's a little different. But, uh, yeah, just uh, to own his words and – uh, to, to be able to provide, to be able to be sensitive. There's, there's a number of things that I want to install with him, but just to be himself is the main important thing. Yeah, well said. One of the most important reasons why I do this podcast for us is just because right now we got a fatherless crisis going on in our country. Way too many kids are growing up without a father or a father figure in their life. And I think it's having a devastating result on our society. So I think it's important to hear the message about just how awesome it can be uh, if people would, you know, embrace it and give it a chance here. So uh, I love what you had to say there. Yes, and, uh, yeah, and uh, what, what about, uh, I know he's young yet here, but what type of disciplinarian are you here, Frosty, as a father? Are you a spanker, a tie knot <laughs> guy? How do you kind of handle discipline so far? Uh, usually uh, the only thing he gets into is toys, and he doesn't share very well is <laughs> something that I've noticed. So I usually uh, pull him aside, and I'm not a spanker. I'm more of a communicator and I talk to him through the things and uh, I encourage him to use his words and tell me what's going on and why he feels a certain way. And I think uh, I get the best feedback from that because I explained to him, you know, you got a whole bunch of toys. So let's not get hung up on just this one. And he has a little buddy Tyson that they always get into it. Those little rascals, they're about the same age. And I mean, they'll sit there and fight over one truck when you turn around and there's a hundred of them right behind them. So I I really try to explain, explain to him that to not get hung up on just one item and you know you got other toys and let him play he's a little younger than you um you know to be a leader you gotta you know do certain things that aren't aren't comfortable and you know sometimes that means giving up a toy that you really want to play with for the better good of the day and you know he, he tends to listen he's getting a little older now each day you know and he he, he resists a little bit because for some reason, it's something about those, those toys. You know, if, if he can't get to it and someone else can, it, it could disrupt everything. But, you know, he's listening to me. And hopefully as the time prevails and our relationship builds and grows, he'll really, truly understand the value of what I'm saying. 
Yeah, good stuff, Frosty. And did um did having a child and and, and the uh, the thought of starting a family did that weigh into you retiring from the NFL, or was that um was the time right for you? I just felt like the time was right. I, I had 13 great years in the NFL. I'm saying great just because the opportunity I had. You know, there obviously there's trials and tribulations that come with playing NFL injuries and whatnot. But for me personally, being a father, um, finally at that stage in my life. It, it, he meant way too much to me to uh, risk going away for spring ball or uh, risk playing another season and getting hurt. And I can't, you know, play with him when the season's over and have to recover from a surgery. So I feel like I got out at the right time and uh, I don't look back at that decision at all. Yeah, very cool. And you mentioned their injuries, obviously playing in the NFL, a high risk career to do it for 13 years is a, is a pretty awesome career to have. But, uh, you know, you have a son here now, and a lot, a, a lot of parents struggle um, with the concept of whether or not they should let their children play contact football, tackle football right now, especially because of everything that's been overblown or everything that's been underblown about the concussions and what the dangers are. Uh, how do you feel about young kids playing contact football? What do you think is a good age for them to start? Well, first and foremost, I'd like to say uh, football has done a, a number of great things for me as far as not only financially, but, you know, Football has been there to teach me discipline, accountability, teamwork, and all those facets that I take on into life now. Um, I, I'm currently starting to flag football league because I do believe that um, even though I started with tackle at the age of seven, fundamentally knowing your body means more. Those injuries are real. Um, concussions are real. Uh, ankle injuries, hamstrings, ACLs, all those things are real. And I think taking the contact out of it, you know, to start it off with, it means a lot, and they can catch up later. You know, I'm, uh, I love my youth football sports that I grew up in. I donate and I um, share resources with them still to this day, and I will even with a flag football league opening up of my own. But I do believe there's, a, there's an alternative way at everything, and I believe um, to keep the game of football alive, we should probably, you know, scale back a little bit as the kids are young and wait till they, they develop a little bit more before we put pads on them. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, Frosty. I've done it with my, I think the NFL plays 60 leagues. The flag football leagues are just phenomenal. I wish they had them when I was a kid because, uh, you know, we played a lot of, you know, street ball, tackle football together, and it's like kids would get hurt. I mean, we, we had some brutal, you know, uh, tackles and stuff going on, and it's like if we had something like that, I think it's great. Like you said, they can teach the fundamentals of the game without that high risk of, of the injury. So uh, I think it's awesome that they have the, that option today. Absolutely. Nothing beats an American flag made in the USA, right? Well, how about an American flag made in the USA by veterans out of duty-worn fatigues from all branches of the military? That is exactly what you get with combat flags. Combat flags are handcrafted from duty-worn fatigues and offer a tangible piece of freedom to the American people. Each flag is accompanied by a professionally designed and printed card that tells the story of service of a soldier, marine, airman, sailor, or coastie who wore the fatigues used to make the flag. They are the real deal, Dad, so what are you waiting for? Visit CombatFlags.com and use the promo code FATHER, and First Class Fatherhood listeners will save 10% off their purchase. Veteran-owned, American-made. CombatFlags.com, promo code FATHER. And uh, what about uh, as far as your uh, bedtime routine now with your son here, Frosty? Are you a, uh, a lullaby guy here, a storyteller? How do you kind of handle what your bedtime routine looked like? Well, we're trying to shut him down around 
seven thirty, eight o'clock at night right now. It seems to work just because of the routine we're on. Uh, but I start with bath time. Well, here, oh, sorry, I'll start with dinner, and dinner turns into bath time. I do let them watch a little Disney, whatever the movie is going to be. Right now, it's Cars. It's been Airplanes. Um, he likes Legos. He likes PJ Masks. So he gets to watch a show while he eats. It, you know, at first, I thought it was going to distract him, but it's like, you know, a little time for him to unwind and watch his favorite show. And then so we eat dinner, and then I take him from dinner straight to bath time because he's usually a mess you know, with full of sauces and all the good stuff. And um, so from there, we go to bath time and he gets a good 30, 40 minutes there. He loves it. And that's truly the wind down for him because by the time um, he comes out of bath time, the lights are dimmer, certain lights are off, the TV's off. And, you know, we read a book, uh, we say a prayer and we go to bed and he's been on that schedule and he loves it. He adapted to it right away because that's all he knows. So uh, I try not to take him off that. Um, he does adjust, you know, when it's not bad or we're traveling or whatnot. But other than that, I, I keep that routine pretty well. And we read different books and and he loves to read and he loves hearing daddy's voice and getting tucked in and say his prayers. Um, that's the routine. Yeah, very cool. And I, I think like you said there, you can put on his favorite show. I think we have such an advantage today with the technology that we can actually you know, select what show that they want. It's their favorite one. Absolutely. We don't have to wait for it to come on. And one, one of the good things, too, is like, you know, we get the opportunity to share with our kids uh, the cartoons or the shows that we enjoyed growing up. Like, I'll have my kids. They can still watch the old Bugs Bunnies or a Thundercats episode, and I can show them kind of like what Absolutely. I used to watch growing up, you know? Absolutely. See, my little guy, he, he thinks he's like a ninja right now. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I bought these uh, – uh, these uh, plastic swords. Maybe I shouldn't be telling everyone what we did, but we sword fight all the time. So I, the other day we sat down and we got to watch uh, Ninja Turtles one, and that was huge. You know, to see these turtles and Master Splinter, they're eating pizza and they're coming out of a tunnel, and that's something I enjoyed. You know, as a kid, and then being able to see his face, like, oh my god, you know, watching them have their fighting scenes, and then him trying to interact with me and jump off a couch or something. It. Uh, it's funny, you know, but again, with this, this Disney Plus stuff that they have, we can go back, we can go back and watch the newer Lion King or the old one. There's uh, Little Mermaid. There's Finding Dory. I mean, everything's on there. So um, the technology helps. Uh, I, I enjoy being the dad, you know, just watching his eyes light up. Yeah, it's definitely a unique opportunity here to share so much of, like, and connect and bond in that way with our kids, like opportunities that our parents didn't have because it was impossible to do it back then. But uh, I, I think it's definitely an advantage. But obviously right now uh, throughout the country, well, throughout the whole world right now, this, the, the, we're in the middle of this pandemic with the coronavirus. How has that affected you and, and what are you guys doing out there uh, as far as the quarantine and all that stuff? We're trying to stay as safe as possible, as clean as possible, as sanitary as possible and have as much fun as we can. Um, a lot of, I know a lot of uh, people are out there have to, you know, rearrange a, a, I know a lot of people out there got to get a new schedule as for homeschooling and whatnot. Me and Lincoln aren't quite there yet, but we do continue to, we read our books, we do our ABCs. Um, he enjoys all that stuff anyways. And uh, the, the hardest part is not being able to take him outside and play, but, you know, we live, in the East coast, uh, half the time. So the weather isn't always in our favor. So he gets used to that also too. So as long as you just, um, wipe everything down, keep everything sanitary. He's always washing his hands and 
you know, he's always done that. So that's, that's a good thing. I've taught him that um, since he's been young, we're always got to wash our hands because, you know, kids will put anything in their mouths and with toys and whatnot. So it's not, it hasn't been too bad, you know, um, obviously as parents, we know, you know, the, the epidemic that's going on out there and how serious it is, but you know, him being that age, he doesn't know as long as we keep it fun and uh, keep his belly full and the game's playing and, you know, keep just keeping him happy. It hasn't been that bad of a, a ordeal for us. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I've got uh, four kids myself and I'm like all the other parents. Like I, I've added a homeschool teacher to my resume here over the last few days. So it's been quite, quite interesting the way we've all had to adapt all this. Kind I, of bet. Nuts. I bet. Um, well, hats off to you for doing that, you know, cause you do have to switch it up and, now you know if those teachers were lying about those uh, progress reports or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an adjustment for sure. Uh, well, Frosty, I mean, you, you've had such a successful career here playing football. That's behind you now. What kind of goals or plans do you have here for yourself for the future? Well, like I said, I'm starting a flag football league in uh, Southern California. It's uh, the league, flag football. It's uh, uh, my first uh, – real venture outside of football that I'm concentrating on and putting all my efforts in. I'm going to do some consulting, um, hopefully with the NFL and, and certain teams or uh, with my alma mater, USC. And that's not it. You know, I, I, I want to make sure I free the time. I, I, I played so long that now I can afford the time to be around and be dad, you know, and also be able to do some of the things that I do love and I'm passionate about. And that's always being around the game of football. So I'm going to continue to do that. I'm not, in a rush to get a nine to five and be at an office all day. Um, like I said, I played a, a lengthy career in the NFL that, you know, those, that takes up a lot of time. So I, I, I'm focused on family right now. Yeah. Good stuff, Frosty. Last thing I want to hit you with here. I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Be yourself and uh, be present and show up. Um, there's a lot of, you know, like we said, we're doing this podcast now for a lot of people that are absentee dads, and there's a lot of reasons why they're absentee, and it's not just always your fault, and it's with the situation you may get put in, but um, you got to get to those hurdles and, and show up. Your kids need you. Sons and daughters, they need you. Um, they need to feel your strength. They need to feel your courage. They need to hear your voice. They need to know your smell. Um, they need to be around you. And uh, if you show up and you're a present father, that can go a long way. So I encourage you just to be yourself, be present, and show up. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. Uh, this has been an honor for me. i got to say, Frosty Rucker, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. A absolutely. Thanks for having me. And good luck to all those new fathers and those old fathers. Stay encouraged and stay blessed and, and do your part. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Frosty Rucker for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And again, if you wanted to watch today's conversation between myself and Frosty, subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. You can check out all my latest interviews that are available on my channel. Tomorrow on the podcast, Spencer Matthews joins us from London. And then Friday, we are going to have the ABC chief legal correspondent, Dan Abrams, 
who will be here. He's also the host of Live PD over on A&E. So don't miss out on that. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to catch all the upcoming guest announcements. I hope you guys are staying safe, staying healthy, and staying tuned. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are First Class Fathers. Sometimes